1: Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena.
2: Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's
1: Kyle O'Reilly. Matt
2: Riddle, the
3: King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero.
0: Support Wrestle
3: Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk, whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Lou Gowen is. Quote the Raven, Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk.
0: Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ollie told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ollie, support Luke, support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favour and subscribe.
4: Congratulations, you got here. Now, subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by housemate Simon Longden. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Very well, my friend. How are you? Tired. Tired? Why are you tired? <laughs> I, don't,
1: I, don't, I really just couldn't sleep last night.
4: Yeah, you said you were like... Even though you went to bed at a reasonable hour. By the way, what's a reasonable hour for you? Me? For me, it's midnight. Oh,
1: God. You youngsters. That's that's yeah, that's when I normally maybe maybe I'll go to that. I actually get in bed earlier than that, but then I just sit up Masturbate. And
0: Not every time,
1: <laughs> no, sometimes two in the morning. Yeah. there's it's never been more than 24 hours
4: <laughs> a hot birth, start to since birth. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, because like me and my wife, we're like usually nine o'clock is in bed. I'd, uh, ideally asleep by 10. Sometimes we'll go to bed at 10, but then it's like, we need to be yeah asleep now. As,
1: well, see, the, the issue I've got at the minute is that, so, as everyone, Laurie Blake is currently away, mm-hmm. who is my legitimate housemate. Yeah, which um, is why he's not on this episode. Which is why he's not on this episode. Um, my girlfriend is currently also away on holiday. Uh, so a couple of my friends are also on holiday. My family have just gone on holiday. Are you trying to say that everyone's just decided to so leave So literally, you? apart from you lot... <laughs> Everyone in my life, it's just, just abandoned. It. <laughs> and
4: honestly, it's I've gone essentially feral. <laughs> the flat is yeah. trashed. You said to me that um, uh Fakidor and his girlfriend had gone away for the weekend and brought back food from the weekend they had away. Yes, and, I've, lef- and left it in the house. They and you- brought.
1: They brought. They had um, chocolates and beer. <laughs> which is now all gone. They, they, were, they were gone for like two nights, and well, I guess I'll I'll have those. I guess yeah. no dinner, just beer and sweets.
4: Ah, <laughs> oh, celebrations! Yeah, <laughs> the cornerstone of any nutrition. Exactly, dinner. but they did put them in the fridge, which I think is heinous. Which I don't mind. Like I, well, I quite like. Because you're a creep. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> Oh, wine chocolate that's been in the fridge. No, some chocolate. Disgrace. Some chocolate I don't think works. Like a boost bar, I don't think you can put that in the fridge because the well, caramel also goes yeah. hard, and then it's like harder than the biscuit.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what you, any any multi con- consistency yeah. bar. It's always like a Twix. Yeah, really struggles. Really, absolutely, yeah. That's got to be room temperature. It's like brie.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that's fair enough. Like I've put a double decker in the fridge before, <laughs> and then like, what? Go- <laughs> <laughs> and then like, would you say nougat or nuggets? Uh, what do you call me? Uh, yeah. No, I would... Uh, nougar. Yeah, I'd said a nougat as well. I once had an ex-girlfriend who just like... nugget would, is s- chicken nugget. Well, that's what she swore on her life it was nuggets. And I was like, that's nougar. There was someone... It's uh, French, I think. Yeah.
1: Well, it's... Uh, I knew, I didn't hear someone once say nougat. Nougat?
4: <laughs> which I just thought was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a place in America. Oh, he's yeah. from Nougat, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's have a quick look. Nougat. I'm not sure how spelled spell right? N-O-U... G-A-T. G-A-T, yeah. Which is why I suppose some people might think it's spelled Nougat. How do you say? Are you going to get the... How to say... Siri. <laughs> oh, yeah, Have you got a... <laughs> I haven't got that, mate. I'm not that advanced. Yeah, Nougat. It says N-O-O-G-A-A. N-O-O? Yeah. No. N-O-O. Is it new? I thought it was N O U. Well, um, you no not to spell to say like if you oh, if sorry. you were spelling it phonetically, <laughs> if you were spelling it phonetically. You would do N O O G A A Nougat. Gah. Yeah, okay. nougat. Okay, so okay. Well, that's that cleared up. Thank God. Uh, we, you know, yeah. one less debate for the podcast. Yeah. So are we, are, are we, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here comes the show. No. <laughs> yeah. We have got this email in uh, from Jesse, who sent in a uh, potpourri of emails, and uh, he starts a potpourri of, a, of emails. A potpourri of emails is when people oh. send in sort of like a cornucopia of different things. So he sent in a Get Better and a Rusev Hey, I believe. So uh, he says, uh, Hello, everyone at Rust Talk, except Andy Datson. Screw you, Blake Ham. I've got a big bit of a mixed bag of emails uh, for you guys. So let me start by saying sorry for the long email. Feel free to read out over multiple podcasts if you need to. So let's start with a. Get better. I emailed you guys a little while back about a get better that I was overweight and unhappy with how I looked. I said I would begin with walking while playing Pokemon Go. By the way, I'm actually the one that caused the whole quote walking isn't exercise thing because it was my email Ollie was responding to when he was first said that, so I'm glad I caused a running gag. I like how he said running gag, not a not a walking uh, gag. Very good. Very good. Sure, that was unintentional. Anyway, back to the get better. I really do wish I could tell you guys now that after all this time, I've gotten the weight off and am fit and healthy and beginning resting training, but that unfortunately isn't true. I have struggled to become more active and healthier with my fitness. However, I have gotten better in much different way. About three weeks ago, my lady partner and I moved out of my parents' house, brackets before you ask. Uh, yes, she was living with me at my parents' house, but her and my. Well, I ma- presume that based on. Well, yes, Uh, but her and my mother did not get along, which Ah. did a number on my mental health as the two women I love most in this world couldn't get along for the most part, close brackets, which must suck. That must be really really tricky. That must be really tricky. Uh, But now we are settled into a little unit. We have two beautiful little kittens named Gypsy and Charla. Yes, it is a Black Panther reference, or uh, to Charla, I should say, really, isn't Mm. it? Um, My partner is trying to get me... I always said Charla when I was a kid, when I'm trying to read Black Panther's name, because I was like, "I'm, I'm a ignorant white kid from the suburbs. I have no idea how this is said. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, guy. (laughs) Uh, Black Panther. (laughs) Um, Anyway, where did it get to? My partner is trying to help me get better by making decisions and healthier food from what I was being fed to my parents. My mental health is beginning to get better, so I've gotten much more into social in recent times by playing tabletop RPGs with some old friends and some new ones that added me to their group and all seem to really like me. Good. Ah, oh, excellent. That's, nice. well, that's
1: very very good to hear. More people should play tabletop RPGs. Oh, absolutely they should. Um, oh, that's a that's a good, that's an over, overall good news. Yeah, Net's positive net positive. The, net positive by the end of it. He does I mean yeah, uh, the, the exercise finishing that that can that's just habit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd say so. Ever, there isn't a single person on earth who is at the first time of asking, sorry. <clears throat> at the first time of asking
0: you oh, right? that's, sorry,
1: you gave me a double-decker bite before this started, <laughs> and it's got really wedged into my throat. Do you know that's how I didn't have one? I just, I just set you up for failure. Oh my god, you spiked me. Um, yeah, like, no one... I don't know anyone who's, like, gone... From zero, or even just like sort of semi regular exercise, and then six months later, be like, "Yep, I've done that every time I wanted to do it <laughs> yeah. without fail. without it's fail. never happened." No. So, like, I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves too. Because also, that's you know when like Mark Wahlberg did that thing of like, "Oh, his I get over to It's like, yeah, oh, of course you do because you're Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, everyone else has got a job, a real job <laughs> yeah, that real has job. hours, yeah, exactly. of which you can't spend in the gym or praying. I
4: can't get up at half two in the morning yeah. to go to the gym, Mark. It's
1: Matt, so I think. I think there's a lot of sort of uh crisscrossing and difficult information out there. I think really it's just habit and that's it. Don't yeah. don't don't get down on yourself just because you didn't do it for like a
4: couple of days or a week like you just get just build it up but it is good to go like getting into a routine certainly will help but it's getting this it's the first step into getting into that routine and sort of then trying to keep that up it's it's like a real that's like your real big first hurdle in doing it my wife um recently really wanted to teach herself how to do a headstand like a proper style headstand because she sees it in yoga videos but she was never like fully able to do Mm. it so she just said every day i'm just going to try and do it if i don't do it i don't do it but I might do it. And then the more I do it, the better I'll get at it. And so she started doing it first up against a door. And then, so I'd be in my office and I would just hear. (laughs) And it is a shame she's paralyzed, but it was worth (laughs) the attempt. (laughs) <laughs> and so she was doing these headstands against the door, but now she can do them. Oh, really? Without even, without door assistance. She did it at home on her own for the first time and then said, do you want to watch me do it? And I said, absolutely, I do. So she got into the middle of the room and she went to do it. And then I could see her toppling over towards the TV and I was too <laughs> slow to <laughs> go, no.
1: So if, if the house doesn't fire, what do you say? You push her out of the way and grab the TV.
4: <laughs> move, <laughs> move, woman. Get it, be, run- be the right way up. We've got to go. But you know, full credit to her. She's managed. To yeah, do it, that's so. really good. They're yeah. really really hard. I think they're doing the thing with Pokemon. She did, say, she did say this morning though. She goes, "My neck really hurts, so I'm gonna yeah, well, stop doing it." Well, After standing of days. on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> it's not what it's for. Sorry, going to say about Pokemon Go. Yeah, you
1: know, I think that's that's actually quite a smart smart him to do, like just to make it fun. Because yeah, I really struggle with. I need my exercise to be like a game or a spot. I can't. I've tried too many times to just go to the gym. Yeah, and it. I just find it insufferably dull. Oh and yeah. It just I just can't. I've never really got over that you know, that hump. So making it fun yeah. and making it at least at least semi connected to someone, someone told me,
4: Did you ever hear a zombie run? Yes, I know a zombie run. It's like you're you're running from it's like an audio book that, that like reacts yeah. to
1: what you're doing. So like the the pace and stuff is yeah. depending on how close the zombies are and stuff. That someone told me that was really, really good.
4: I once heard someone tell me that their tactic was to get an audio book they really wanted to listen to, but they were only allowed to listen to it while they were running. So as a way uh, to like I yeah. really want to listen to the next chapter of this, so I've got to go yeah. out for a run so I can hear the next chapter.
1: I can't multitask to a level in which I could intake any kind of narrative whilst yeah. also running on public roads or space. I yeah. would I would be immediately run over. Run over, yeah. 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 Or hit a dog.
4: Or hit a dog. Which you don't want to neither of which we really wanna do. No, no. Absolutely not.
1: But I'm sure I feel like this has become less useful advice. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: that is the Wrestle Ramble extra way. It's just to, it's to give people advice that starts off good and then becomes pointless. <laughs> yeah, well, well-intentioned, well-intentioned, but ultimately off point. <laughs> well, on that note, let's get into this NXT show. We haven't recorded it yet, but I can't imagine it's going to be long because no, well, nothing happened. It was a post NXT Takeover show, so yeah. When people say like, "Why didn't you do weekly NXT reviews like you do Raw and SmackDown?" this is why because yeah. this is a show that you can't fill out 10 minutes with yeah. nothing happened two matches of which one of them was just a sort of well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
1: what, there they are in all
4: fairness i would say the both of them were yeah, 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 yeah. they were there but anyway don't you know don't let that discourage you let's listen to our insightful chat here is the show <laughs> I'm going to hold these sorts of episodes up, this and last week's episode, as sort of examples when people go like, why don't you do an NXT review like you do Raw and Smackdown in 10 minutes? It was like, well, this is why. Because yeah. there's borderline nothing to talk about. Yeah. The, sh- the, the actual show was only about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I got through this one very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, video package. Mm-hmm, skip ten. 410, 410, 410, 410, Get to the point. Uh, but the, we're going to talk about the main event, which was the finals of the NXT Breakout Star or whatever it was called, Breakout out tournaments, mm-hmm. where they had eight new faces show up, and they all competed in this tournament, where the winner was going to get a title shot at the end of it, a title shot of their choosing. And it came down to Jordan Miles versus Cameron Grimes, which I think, in hindsight, I'm not sure if it was the best two to end on. Grimes, I think, it, I, I love Cameron Grimes. I think yeah. Trevor Lee's awesome. Yeah, 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 really awesome. But Jordan Miles, I don't, like, the ACH is a great wrestler, really is. But this Jordan Miles character, I don't think is connecting with fans at all. No, he's... <sighs> He's kind of become just Gennaro wrestler guy. Yeah, he's been saddled with the Apollo Cruise gimmick of just like, just go out there and smile, mate. Your smile's lovely, so go out there and smile.
1: And there is also a a slightly uncomfortable element um, that happened particularly with Apollo Cruz, where all they talk about is the athleticism of of some of the, uh, basically the black... (laughs) <laughs> wrestlers, yeah, and whereas, whereas, without really giving them much
4: character, and I think it's a shame because yeah, ACH was really cool, really, really cool, and like this, I mean, and he came out to no reaction whatsoever. I mean, granted, neither did Cameron Grimes, which kind which of again I, is a shame, which which I think is a shame, but it also kind of highlights that maybe this tournament didn't really work in the way that they wanted to do. It doesn't feel like Jordan Miles has come out of this as the breakout star of this tournament. I think that guys like Gaza got over much mm. better than. than Miles did, or you know, or, or the Cameron Grimes did. Do you think there's
1: something now? Because uh, NXT is so established in its location now. Do you think there's something that, like, um, someone like Trevor Lee, who I, I would kind of much more associate with the West Coast indie scene? Mm. Do you think maybe there's just a there's just not like you know, we're, no. watching it, we're watching it, we're watching as more of like a kind of oh, that's that guy, that's, you know, yeah. that's, this whole tournament was basically the renamed tournaments of right, renamed yeah. people. Yeah. You know, people you shouldn't whereas like I wonder whether there's now become over time maybe maybe there's a bit
4: of a It might be. I don't know. I just feel I don't like think it, that's the whole it, reason. No, I think I think that's, the that's, the yeah. network's quite a worldwide thing. Like I don't really think it's much of a territory based thing anymore. I don't know, maybe I just all I can tell you is that these guys just came out to no reaction. And you'd have thought as well that, bearing in mind how hot this crowd were for Fandango yeah. and, and, you know, versus the Forgotten Sons, in fact, like in giving the Forgotten Sons heat, which I thought they were, you know, well deserved heat. And this is taped before TakeOver. Maybe this was just that lull period. So you got your first match of the night where you're always going to be hot, and then you just go into this lull period, and then the pay per view starts, and then you're back hot again. Yeah. Maybe that's it, but it, something about this didn't connect. I think this, because
1: the shows aren't that long i wonder whether this is just happened to one of those recordings where one of the big players just wasn't there for This one, so maybe just the crowd. Well, these one.
4: were the only two matches they were going yeah. to do, so it, and, and you know, the Maybe the crowd were just I don't want to say they were restless because they were just looking forward to takeover starting, but it's I don't know, I don't know, this for some reason this just didn't work. I, uh, maybe it's just I'm, one of those things. Maybe it is just one of those things. Like, there was at one point a this is awesome charm, but it was so yeah, it faint. Was, it was, yeah, it was, it was like, like five guys. It was
1: almost like the first basically the first
4: near fall of the match, pretty yeah.
1: much like the first like proper false finish, and then they just start
4: this awesome. like, well, that's not, yeah, <laughs> there was a moment on the outside. Side where Grimes hit this forearm, and it was a lovely forearm, it was like yeah. a big jumping forearm into the face of Miles, and there wasn't a reaction at all no. from the crowd. Like you could hear a pin drop. You could hear the, the sound of him hitting Miles yeah. really, really clearly.
1: It was interesting how the crowd was sort of almost out of sync with what the story they are trying to tell, because the, the striking in this was really strong mm. and big, and that, that was clearly some of the bigger moments they were trying to build but then it was
4: only some of the false finishes the crowd were really rapture. It was almost like the crowd were like getting the narrative but not the content. Yeah, so It was I, really strange. It was like towards the end, once Miles started doing some flip-de-do's, they, the crowd are going to pop for those. And the crowd yeah. did, did pop for the flip de Yeah, he did his... Um,
1: I don't know what he did. His sort
4: of, sort of running Spanish
1: fly thing. Yeah. That's, but he's also sort of he power slams himself. I don't, yeah. know what it, I don't know what it is, but it's really cool. <laughs>
4: um, and there were some near falls towards the end, but Miles won with the midnight 450. I thought the match was fine. I, get I I was I had big hopes for this breakout tournament, and I don't know if it fully delivered. NXT
1: has got a very very recent and rich history of really nailing tournament structures, and and they've almost been they've almost done it sort of to show off, and they go, well, well, yeah, you you know, the, basically the main the main like, well, you you don't you can't get women over, watch this, yeah, you know, and then the, the, you don't the, want to
4: do a tournament, watch us do one,
1: yeah, exactly, and even with tag team wrestling, yeah. you know, they've done, they've done it so well, so I think this was. I don't know whether the, the the main, with the extra belt being coming kind of so prominent in the last sort of year or so, I guess like I wonder whether it's just the kind of thing where actually they've just not really had enough time on screen or whatever to just really put over the characters. Not, yeah, maybe that could or, be. Or, yeah, and maybe, also like like, the match quality hasn't quite. That, well, that, the, that's what I was going to get to. All yeah. the tournaments have worked because the matches have just got like the reason. The only reason we we talk about like. Johnny Gargano and Trampa is because they went into that tag team tournament, yeah, having never been on NXT before, NXT TV before, and just had incredible matches. and they it just stuck nailed together it. as a tag team, exactly. Like, and,
4: and I was actually I was just bringing up my top matches of the year because you mentioned like the in ring caliber of matches, and I think some of the matches have been really good. I think the Gaza stuff's been very fun, yeah. But there hasn't been like any and there hasn't been a match that I'll be like, oh my God, what an absolutely incredible exactly. match. No one's, no one's done the whole thing of like, there's, never, there's not been any messages go around being like, oh my God, you've got to see this yeah. match. Whereas I felt like the Dusty Classic that they did this year, like first round through had matches, but at the end of it, I was like, oh my God, that was absolutely yeah. amazing. And I, I think the one I was, that's why I'm bringing up my top matches of the year, because I'm pretty sure it was um, Black and Ricochet versus the European Union of mm. Fabio Nica and Marcel yeah, Bartel. Yeah. That was absolutely yeah. awesome. Like me and Laurie were like raving yeah. about that match. And I think when they did Black and Ricochet versus DIY, like it was just amazing bell-to-bell stuff. Yeah. And I don't think this tournament has had that amazing bell-to-bell match. No,
1: is it? Is it also in a, in a sort of broader sense, an issue that NXT is having right now? Because they are clearly in a transitional phase, mm. in a broad sense. And a lot of the people they brought on um, are more experienced, slightly, not, they're not old, but like they're they're older than perhaps some of the talent they were looking for two years ago. And so I wonder whether it's also just kind of like the pool is in a slightly different place in its maybe, cycle. Maybe, and yeah.
4: All- okay, that could possibly be. I'm not I'm not I'm not overly sure. But I, I, let's let's get to the question at hand, though. Because Jordan Miles won. So Jordan Miles is yeah. your winner of the tournament, so he gets a title shot of his own choosing. So my question to you is what title do you think he should go for?
1: Well, we were talking about that earlier. I think it's these stipulations are very strange because you should just go for the main belt. Yeah. There is literally no motivation to not do that. Yeah.
4: Um, but I think he's gonna go for North American. I yeah, I mean I the North American seems the one that makes the most sense. But for my money, I would like to see him go for the NXT championship. Yeah. I'd like to see him challenge Adam Cole to a match, and they have an NXT TV match that is you know, mind-blowingly great. Like, mm. I, think, I think those two could put on an excellent, excellent match. Yeah. And that gets Miles over so much more than this tournament would have done. In fact, actually, yes. I think that would probably get him over more than him just winning the North American Championship yeah. would. Because he could get into that, and you could do, like, the big near-falls that he nearly... Get oh, my God, he nearly won the NXT Championship. And I think that will actually really, like, massively benefit yeah. him. I think it'd be, I'd like to see him also um,
1: having to uh, talk with Adam Cole. Hmm. You know, I think I wanna I wanna see more of his character, I wanna see him develop the character. The problem is is ultimately everyone in this tournament, they're all very fresh new characters. You know, these are experienced wrestlers who've been a certain person for and obviously these are it's not like they've turned around and made him a clown. No. But like it is a new character and it and it is and he's still trying to get that character over. So it is Is a not quite developed character, the kind of character should be launched into the main title picture. Yeah, I'm not sure unless they do one of these things where they go, he goes for it, something a tangential thing happens, and he gets get side, sidelined by that for a while, ultimately still with the prize of... Yeah. So
4: one of this is one of those sort of double... Mm. double yeah, yeah, like a double get, hop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see if they if he was going to challenge Cole and they were going to do it as a TV match, which I think is the best option. For, yes. for me personally, I think it's the best option. I would do it like you announce it's going to happen in four weeks' time. And then you'd spend those next four weeks building up Miles mm. versus Cole as a mini feud to make this match feel big and important. Don't just say... I'm going to face Adam Cole and it's happening next week. I want to see some angles to kind of like build some intrigue into this match. Like Miles wiping out the other three members of the Undisputed Era. Not like, you know, to take them out of the match, but like, oh, you'll never beat Adam Cole. My mate, I just beat up all three of your mates. I am going to come for you. I am going to win this tournament. I'm going to win this championship rather. And
1: the good thing about the setup of having the Undisputed Era is you can all, you can, they've almost got like an inbuilt sort of... (laughs) way of putting someone over because you can just run the gauntlet of the Undisputed Era over the course of a few weeks yeah. as if Adam Cole's like the big boss. That's it, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just start that sort of thing which I know other wrestlers have sort of done but there's always been a lot more kind of like emotive stuff going on there. I call out the idea of just doing a straight up just now I just... Am better, yeah. And I we're just gonna have a. We're just gonna. It's gonna, it's gonna it's like, almost like a sort of pure. I'm just better than you, so we're gonna have a fight. Yeah, yeah, view. totally, yeah. And,
4: I, and when they do that, or if they do that, I should say not rather, not rather than when, if they did do that sort of thing, I'd love to see it be that he doesn't just get shock roll ups over the M speed area, like he actually pins them yeah. clean and and like and to just put him over that extra degree. Yeah, I think. So. I think there's a lot of upside with Miles. I do yeah? like him. I don't think that his gimmick is really connecting, which is why no. I think putting him into a four-week feud with the Undisputed Era might be a way to sort of elevate him and sort of bring some character out. Yeah, I just think it's... I think every whoever was going to win this tournament, they were going to be at a slight
1: disadvantage because ultimately they are a new character. So it's just always going to be... Unless someone was literally a breakout where it just
0: clicked straight yeah. away.
1: But that's so rare. And to be honest, doesn't actually happen. Yeah, yeah, quite. Never. <laughs> it, these things do take time. So I think... Yeah, I think I'd like to see that kind of. Not, I don't want to see. I don't want to still be talking about this feud in necessarily six months.
4: No, absolutely
1: not. But you know,
4: like I said, as a way to establish him yeah. in NXT. And also, and so do you, do you, would you have Cole? Would you? You'd have still have Cole go over? Oh yeah, totally. I I don't think you want to be putting Miles in the NXT. Yeah, championship, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. But yeah, I think no. you can put him over in defeat. Yeah,
1: and I think and I think that was that would be a, the
4: quickest way to get him over and also make Cole. A, strong. Yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, give him a good title defense, like a really strong title defense. Gets both guys over. Mm. And and be the would be the way I'd do. I would also actually quite like from Adam from an Adam Cole defense for it to be more
1: of a dastardly win mm. as well. And I think this is a good opportunity to do that because at, at the minute there's been a lot of just um I know some I know uh, I know particularly like Meltzer and uh, Brian I said that they thought it was slightly overindulgent that match, but actually a lot of Cole's defenses have been uh, him on his own yeah. and being very sure like I'm doing this on my own there's not been a lot of so actually this is a good opportunity to actually use the undisputed area to actually now they've done a lot of stuff you know they've been trying to do the clean yeah. sweep and all that kind of that. let's maybe have them do a bit of a
4: come back together and a bit of teaming up and just a bit, a bit yeah. of dastardly
1: heels just remind everyone that they are heels yeah
4: and to know? be honest I've got to, I've got to say like on the subject of the unspeed era we'll come on to it a little bit when we do the main review I suppose but I felt like that whole clean sweep storyline that they've been telling and it feels like they've been telling that all through like you know throughout this year has either got to happen or they've got to stop teasing yeah. it because I'm actually genuinely shocked it didn't happen I, I just thought yeah. it was ready it was just so yeah I, I, I'm in agreement with you because it's just like if if I'm Adam Cole in kayfabe, I'm chewing out these guys. Oh,
1: 100 percent. Like you, w-
4: and you would be because 100%. because they failed and you succeeded. Yeah. So you should be chewing them out. There should be some sort of problem within the group. Yeah. I don't want to see problems within the group, but I feel like the, the booking with NXT this year has been so all over the show in some yeah. places. It feels like they've just been dropping storylines, starting them, dropping them, and well, the whole thing because it was like Cole and Roddy had a bit of a thing
1: for like. 2, two weeks, weeks yeah and then it just kind of went away again that was yeah. I like, kinda, I kind of thought that was all going towards the clearly there's going to be the sweep but then maybe he turns and costs Adam the yeah. final yeah. or something I don't know it just felt like it was all going And right like
4: direction. you look at the the storyline going into Takeover Toronto was it's Roddy versus Dream Roddy is the one who's looking to be winning that title yes. and actually he was an afterthought in the match and it was yeah. all dream and done even, and now he's from the start like yeah, right yeah. From the very right start. from the start and now it's this. It's definitely Dunn versus Dream moving forward mm-hmm. with no Roderick strong in there whatsoever. So that storyline of them getting the clean sweep was just dropped because Roddy's now not going for the title anymore. Yeah. It's so very I-
1: strange.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
4: We've got to do some Patreon shout outs. <laughs> and we weren't told to do them by anyone. In the podcast, this will be seamless. And <laughs> head on over to patreon.com forward slash And at the $25 and above level, you will get your name read out on this show by these three very handsome men. Just like these people will Brett, the hitman, Matthew Williams. And you get your own round of applause, you cheap yeah. part. Killer Chris Phillips. Yes, Ooh, very yes. nice. Infinite Crisis,
2: Chris Jenkins Yeah, lovely Switchblade, Courtney
4: Summers Woo, yeah
1: Dive Dylan Kashita. Dot dot
4: dot dive Oh, sorry. Dot 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 dive, you know yeah. the meme it's a, it's a Randy Orton thing Oh, that thing, mm. sorry <laughs> They Drew First Blood, Not Me, Grace Rambo <laughs> You sold out, Jake Sellers Woo. Yeah, nice Very sold out Me? Yep. Jonathan the Headmaster, Headman He's
2: getting it Hell yeah, he's getting there eventually. Uh, John San- Santos, Little Helper. Oh, I like dude, it. Yeah, it there, it's like it. Probably better than Kyle, Philip O'Reilly. Nice. It's a tall order.
1: Cool like a summer's breeze, Chris Summerfield.
2: Hey! And finally, Nate, drop surname. Thank you, Nate. Thank you,
4: everyone. Thank you <laughs> dick, dick, diggity, dick, diggity, dog. Before we do so, let's go over to Chopper Pete who's got some super chats.
2: Indeed I do. Uh, We are going to start off with Tim Arndt, uh, who says, I know that this is the
4: NXT review and all, but can we please just talk about The Fiend? Do you know what? It's so funny. Me, you said this to me. <laughs> Simon said, Do you, "I don't think there'll be a lot of super chats." And I was like, "Oh, there will be. They'll just be asking about the fiend." Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah, so, you were so, correct. And there you go. So yeah, very, very, very first one talking about the fiend. I don't have that million pounds. I bet you. All that, though, <laughs> I'm afraid. Dang it! Yeah.
2: Uh, Bradley Fetzer says, "Hey guys, it's my first Susu super chat. I was wondering what main roster superstar would you call down to NXT?" Oh.
4: Dolph. Yeah. I think Dolph would have, like, a really, really... Because he could put on great matches. And yeah. so I think actually moving Dolph down to team might be, like, the real breath of fresh air that he needs. Yeah. Um, and the other one I would like to say only for, like, a very selfish reason is Daniel Bryan. Because, like, Daniel Bryan going down there as like, this huge megastar, and then having the incredible matches that he would have with the likes of Cole and the rest of the antiputed era and Kushida and, yeah. and all these guys. I think it'd be amazing.
1: There's a there's a perfect world in which actually what you, the kind of the kind of guys who you want to go back down again, it, it needs to be a full cycle. Mm. So people need to kind of get get a bit old and a bit over the hill and then come back around and put over people in NXT. Yeah. But the problem is is Everyone who's who's that old is in the main event <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> half the time. Well,
4: maybe Finn Balor's a good shout then.
1: I think Finn Balor would a shout. He needs a big reset. Mm-hmm. I've got strong feelings about the demon thing anyway. You but, do, but yeah, I think he. People who need a bit of a reset. But I think then the problem you've got is, uh, well, one the big thing coming up is obviously NXT going to be on TV, mm-hmm. TV, TV, Yeah, yeah, which is going to be a big
4: issue if it does go to FS one, which is most likely, but it's yeah. unconfirmed. Um, I just
1: think it. I just think if you start having even more than two, like established main roster guys go down, yeah, I think then it totally changes the landscape of what NXT is there for. Yeah, and it, you know we're talking about we're at a moment where we're talking about how this breakout tournament has struggled to get over characters. If they're still if they're going to start fighting for airtime with Finn Balor, AJ Styles, whoever else has been kind yeah. of rumored to be going to there at least in some part, well then I think we, I think there's that's going to be a tricky situation to kind of
4: book themselves around. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that one.
2: What else have we got, Pete? We've got one from Bucky the Ace
4: Ventura who says, Angel Gaza should have won. Yeah, no, I could go with that. Yeah. I, I thought he was a great character. Really, really good. And that was a character that actually really... I mean, it connected in full sale, I suppose, so you could make the argument might not have connected with the Toronto crowd. But I think he's that good he probably would have done.
1: Yeah, and I think also he's the one who is the literal breakout in the sense that I think he's kind of secured himself a real...
4: Yeah. spot there now I and I
1: think we'll definitely see him very nearly oh, in, yeah. in the totally, future totally yeah
2: Ryan B. Bad says no one smiles like Jordan Miles unless your name is Apollo Ballow, Rhonda <laughs> Sammy Bobby Roode yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty
4: much it. Vince likes a smile maybe tri- and that's passed on to Triple H apparently he also likes a guy that likes a smile. But that, I mean Andrade the whole reason that Andrade doesn't wear his mask anymore is because Triple H said in an interview like have you seen how handsome he is why would you put that under a mask his smile is amazing well,
1: Charlotte seems
4: to think so Well, Charlotte certainly does seem to think so yeah, There's I a mean, strange m- reason not m- <laughs> My argument would be Because masks sell merchandise Like, you could sell a lot Well, you can sell braces Look, yeah. his <laughs> Braces and little fedoras Or his um, his uh,
2: PewDiePie fist <laughs> thing on his knee <laughs> Samad Ali says, Hey, I got my A-level results and I managed to get into the uni I wanted to,
4: so I just wanted to say thank you guys for helping me ah. through the stress. Oh well, did okay. better than I did. Yeah, I did better than I did as well. I got my, uh, my A-level results. I ran into a friend of mine and uh, told him what I got. And he was like, Oh, so you didn't get into university? And then I was like, No, oh, no, I did. He was like, Oh, yeah, you went to Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, Paul Smith University. It's so a jumped-up polytechnic. Oh
1: yeah, my yeah, mine was mine's was polytechnic. We had yeah. a very there was a because I went I went to Staffordshire, mm. which is uh, linked to Keel, which is one that which even though is a, a bad university, is considered a red brick proper, oh, proper yeah, university. Yeah. And um, we had a very rude song about that we'd rather be a poly than a something. <laughs> uh, it was very funny
4: enjoy university
2: (laughs) yeah congratulations congrats uh ryan kester said there's little about there's little about miles to really keep my attention i've had my fill of smiling baby faces that finish with a 450
4: yeah exactly and that's the thing he needs a better finishing than the 450 and
1: and also here's the thing about the particularly nxt talent is being great in the ring a workhorse a about machine whatever you want to call yourself that's not unique. No, it's they're not. All really like, right. not they're all good. And you know, and there are better, better wrestlers even yeah, than him. So, much. So you, it's, that's such a tough gimmick to get over. Like, I just don't, well, it's not a gimmick anymore. Yeah. You don't get, you've got to be something more than that. And yeah, I think that is part of the reason why the sort of white meat, baby faces like that are really struggling to get over because they, that's just, everyone's having great matches. Yeah, also, totally. Yeah. Roman and Buddy had a, Good match. <laughs> so you, this, you, <laughs> you, want to, you want to put that little caveat there. Um, but yeah, they, they're happening all over the place. So that's just not enough,
4: I don't think. It's, to yeah, really I, get d- over. I don't think it's enough.
2: We got one from Adam Pearson who hey. says, Your predictions for the next takeover card, which it's is Wargames. It is going to be Wargames. Wargames isn't it? Yeah. which is in November.
4: And do you know what? I don't want to see Undisputed Era in the cage. I'd rather it be someone different. I mean, what they might.
1: I think one good way of going about it would be obviously Forgotten Sons. Mm. But do it with the people below Undisputed Era. Let let them play out whatever they're gonna play out and then have create now quickly some other loose yes. alliances. Also I'm not also that but like I didn't like when Roddy did the AOP thing like came dressed like I like them to be alliances rather than teams. Yes. I I'm not that fussed by having like actual we all dress the same, we're a stable kind of Teams. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see some more, just like loose alliances, kind of go into it. So, yeah, like, like I said, I don't, I don't want to
4: see the undisputed era do it. I, I think we've had two years of undisputed era in war games. I think it's time for a change. Like, if, if I was like fantasy booking this, because I quite like having a team in there, but like a team of babyface going against them. Put Imperium in there. Like yeah. bring them over from NXT UK. Yeah. And have Walter and his cronies in yeah. there. I think that would be, be, be that would be really really yeah. great. And it's also it's also the kind of the whole the whole
1: premise of this thing is that it's just a big stunt show anyway not yeah. saying stunts is in like spot fest it's in like the show is clearly like a crazy gimmick anyway so it's like it's with the perfect time where you can kind of go we don't have to build this for months we can just go let's just bring up this really cool team who just tear through
4: people for two weeks and yeah. then
1: we just have a bloody great big fight <laughs> another
4: way to do it if you wanted to like add some different stakes to the match is to do it with the undisputed era for the NXT championship. So you've got four babyfaces going for that belt and it's the person who scores the pin on any member of the Undisputed Era is the one that wins. So you've then got obviously the babyfaces want to win but there's also that infighting between them yeah. of who gets it and I, I mean I don't know I feel like that's over the pudding but it, yeah. it is you know it's certainly a possibility if you do want to have Undisputed Era in there. Have they got enough Top female talent to do a a women's a one, women's yeah. A women's one would be absolutely stunning. Like that'd be great.
1: I think they could. I think they could quite quickly cobble together some alliances. That
4: because they do kind of exist already.
1: Yeah. Um. You could obviously with Io Shirai, you can she can clearly put together her just like killer heel team. Yeah.
4: And, I know. I think I would. I would actually. Like to say, I think that would just freshen up a little bit. That would freshen up absolutely. And I suppose you have got um Basler with Duke and Shafir. Yeah, as like the, the horsewomen. So the
1: yes, there are things you can play off already. Yeah, you don't have to like do it all from scratch.
4: I think there's enough there. Bring in Ronda Rousey. Bring in Ronda. And do, bring in Ronda. So you got then the four horsewomen, but rather than do it with Becky, Charlotte, Banks, and Bailey, you do it with Candice and Mia Yim mm-hmm. and uh, Dakota Kai because she's going to be coming back soon, and you know insert name here.
2: yeah Yeah. And finally, for now, before we get on with the rest of the show, uh, we've got one from Tomo. Tomo. Tomo, who says, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji.
4: Love you all so much. May oh. get better soon, but like, I, I, honestly, best of luck soon. Dick,
1: dick, dick,
4: Get uh, into the show itself. This shouldn't take long. There was a video recap of Toronto, which was surrounded by or surround, soundtracked by Slipknot's awesome new song mm. from their very, very good new album. Yeah, so I'm, very good. I've been listening to a lot over this last week. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I've only listened to it a couple of times, but I really like it. Oh, it's very good. I didn't, good, didn't yeah. like Unsainted when it first came out. No, neither did I, funny enough. It actually really grew on me. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a bit corny when I first heard yeah, it. Yeah, I thought I was, well, I don't when I first heard it, I was like, this is every Slipknot track they've ever done. Yeah. But it's really grown on me as of yeah. late. And I think the actual album, yeah, the album is for me. My money, it's the best thing they've done since Iowa. I think it's. Oh the, wow! Yeah, I think it's the best album they've done, and I actually really like the Great Chapter. Um, oh, yeah? I yeah. wasn't that. I wasn't that into that.
1: I kind of, I sort of tapped out subliminal verses and then came back in. Yeah. Like, great Great Chapter wasn't that crazy. About.
4: No, I, I really like Great Chapter, but I didn't think it was on the level of Iowa. No. Whereas I think that this is like on that level of Iowa, which yeah. is, for my money, the best album they've ever done. Um, but anyway, for my my only real note I had about this is that it is a testament to how little Beth Phoenix. Uh, like, gives to commentary because there were loads of quotes from Maro. There were loads of quotes from Nigel. The only thing Beth said in this recap of a whole show was, Oh, she yeah. did a- <laughs> twice that happened. Well, you- and that's all she contributed apparently to the whole evening. Yeah. Well, I- weirdly, though,
1: when I think she does speak, it's never bad. Mm, I-, I-, I don't think she's that. I don't think. She- I don't. I think people get on her a bit. I don't think so. I think. I think the issue is a three-man booth. Well, that is a problem, yeah. That's, uh, that's always been the issue. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Like, ultimately, you've got two A-plus commentators... And all they've done is cycle out different people into the third spot. They're never going to get a word edge Edgewise, no matter how good they are. No, You know, if you stuck Corey Graves in their head struggle to get a word wise. Edgewise. Like, you need to have, I think, a two-man
4: booth, and that's it. I think it's it's not Beth as well. I'm not putting this on Beth in the same way that we don't put this on Renee when she does bad commentary. It's the producing of this. like she's being told to say things, and it's just she gets told to say the robotic phrases, yes. which is, a, what a moment, what a move, which you can't really put into video packages because yeah. they provide no... Yeah. That there's no, nothing yeah. to them
1: and unfortunately she hasn't got the opportunity to earn the license to be free like Corey
4: is no yeah so. exactly uh, then we got our only other match on the evening it was Breezango the reuniting Breezango mm. reuniting and it feels so good taking on the Forgotten Sons and I was very disappointed in this and, I have, and I'm now starting to get onto the negative side of this Breezango return I really liked Prince Pretty going back to NXT. I thought, what, yes. a, "What a lovely fresh start for Tyler Breeze." That's really cool. I'm very happy about that. And then he had his little runs there, and now Fandango's come back as well. But when he made his return, he was super serious. There was no <laughs> this,
0: messing. This, ar- this there was this.
4: no messing around. He didn't. I like, wasn't doing dancing or anything. His wacky music played, but he was playing it deadly serious. And I was like, "Oh wow." This a new serious of Fandango. They're not going to be doing wacky skits. They're not going to be doing this and that. And I enjoyed the Fashion Files. But I was like, I love this new serious edge to them. Then they cut a promo last week where they were just Breezango mm-hmm. again. And it was doing comedy. And in that promo, he said, we need to have a makeover. We need to like re- unveil the new Breezango. And apparently the new Breezango is exactly the same as the old Breezango. because the stuff is now black. <laughs> because there was... Apart from the fact, yeah, they were wearing black tights. There was nothing different about this team. They were doing the exact same shtick. And I thought, that's such a shame. Such a shame. The one um, bright spot I did think of that was
1: the... It's the only tag team music where their music is mixed together
4: where it works. (laughs) It's it's never happened before. Nope. I doubt it'll ever happen again. But for some reason... Yeah. This one kind of works. It actually works. Um, Asker and Kyrie Sains is a, an abomination. <laughs> it's an actual abomination. Um, you can't just start one and start the next. Like you got yeah, start crossfading or something. <laughs> just do something. It's like when Axe on the X Factor. We're going to do a mashup. It's like <laughs> no, you've sung half of one song and then sung the second yeah. half of another song. That's not a mashup. Do you no? like a <laughs>
1: and then just start the next song. Um, I think because well, I thought it was. I thought it was kind of dead in the water when even Tyler Breeze came back and all he'd done is sort of shave
4: his fur. Oh, I, I but I like that he just went right back to the model When uh, he went back to Prince Pretty he wasn't cop he wasn't f- he yeah. wasn't Breezango Breeze he was yeah. Prince Pretty Tyler Breeze yeah th-
1: okay I'll, okay yeah okay I'll get that but then to have Fandango come out and just be Fandango that's where I think mis- it falls down Yeah. unless he the like I honestly thought the first thing he was going to do was come in and just turn on
4: Tyler. straight away yeah
1: first thing you do straight away all the goodwill because that would finally be a Goodwill come back with a turn
4: that actually would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really would. Because the know. crowd were massively hot for yeah. his return as well. And
1: I just think that, that just felt like when they went for the hug, it was like,
4: this is the champer moment. Yeah. You're going to... Okay, cool. But no, I mean, and they, you know, they did a very standard match, did some hot tags. Um, this, and got, oh, this is awesome chant. No, it's got an NXT chant. it got I an think, NXT yeah. chant, yeah. And they did some comedy and stuff. Um, did a double-team backbreaker and elbow drop for the win. Perfectly fine. You know, nothing yeah. wrong with it. It's just, I think it's a shame that they had an opportunity to do something different with Breezango, yep. and all they've done is what had been done previously. And weirdly, I actually kind of thought um,
1: Fandango actually looked a bit almost uncomfortable doing the dancing in a way. Like, he just looked. I think was, that's just his face, mate. Maybe, <laughs> but he was just kind of throwing in a lot. And I was just like, just doing a lot more gyrating, even though I sort of really remember him doing the yeah. first time. I was just like, it just seems a bit. We've really got there's not there's one thing to come back and be the same, but this is like we've really turned back the clock. Yeah, it really is, yeah.
4: This almost felt like yeah, like a throwback. Yeah. Being like, Hey do you guys, do you remember this tag team from ten years ago? Yeah, and we were like, yeah, yeah and they've done all their like trademark spots. But really they, they were a tag team yeah. last year.
1: Do we are they are we just looking at they're just gonna are they just gonna do the DIY story
4: and just Yeah, maybe. i to be honest, I think it'd be great. I think that'd be yeah, yeah maybe may a way to do it, but I just it's a shame. It's a shame. We've got a recap of the triple threat match for the uh, North American Championship, and this is where we got Pete Dunne doing an interview after the match with uh, the angel, Cathy Kelly, where he said that he should be standing here as the champion. He should have the, cham- uh, the championship in his teats. He said, "But I understand his teats, th- his teats. Yeah, in between <laughs> his like teats,
1: like a dog. Yeah, exactly. Where do you see it between his six? Exactly, teats.
4: all of his teats." <laughs> it's the brummy way. <laughs> <laughs> um he says that dream did everything he could to retain but he'll do whatever it takes to win it and which really does establish that it's dream versus done moving forwards and strong wasn't within a, a shadow of it.
1: Which to be honest, the only thing I came away from that going was just oh that's weird. <laughs>
4: Well, no, actually, no, I don't think it's weird. I think it made. It, I mean, it's totally weird because they just dropped all the storyline going into the That's match. I
1: mean. It's not weird that he said that.
4: Yeah, because it made sense from the match. Yes. but it was just it's really just, weird. The whole thing is just weird. Yeah, uh, got a hype video for the breakout tournaments, and Corey Taylor cut a promo uh, hyping Slipknot's new album. And then uh, there was a recap of the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era, and then we got an interview from uh, O'Reilly and Fish with Kathy Kelly saying they want to see Regal because. They should have started the prophecy of them getting the clean sweep, but they didn't. But they were robbed of the titles because um, they pinned the wrong man, and it was—I think it was—Fish was supposed to be the wrong man, but they pinned O'Reilly because mm-hmm. there was a moment where O'Reilly got whipped into the ropes. And I actually, show this from like a different camera angle, as Nigel yeah. puts it, and it looks like it's sort of an accidental tag. But then, on the neck. yeah, it? but they're now using this as a way to, oh yeah, no, we tagged that—you tagged the wrong guy, so yeah. we deserve another shot.
1: I've never been a big fan of. Um uh, using the rules as the way to mm. get I don't I just think uh, it's it's a bit cheap
4: yeah uh, we've got a video of Io Shirai's heel turn with a video provided by Poppy featuring FIFA333. This is really cool. Really man. cool, <laughs> it's right? Really cool. Because it was interspersed with the music video yeah. of, of whatever the song is called. But it was like, and it was all Eo cutting the promo in Japanese with subtitles. And yeah. it just made her sound so much more menacing. The production of it was wicked. She looks amazing. The video package was just like really hyped her up. I was a massive fan of this. She,
1: it's, it's been a long time. Um,. I can't think of someone else who kind of who wasn't in wasn't immediately in like the main tile pitch obviously she wasn't in it takeover Um, who just felt like a
4: you're really the main big event. big deal. Yeah, really you should be the main deal. event. Yeah. yeah, and I just think that was very cool. It really was. Um, which it actually then really highlights how little there was in the Mia, Yim, Shayna, Baszler uh, match, which we got a recap of next. And then Baszler didn't really cut a promo at the end of it. But, like, Cathy was there going, man, Mia really pushed you to your limits. I'm like, did she, though? I just always felt like Baszler was winning. Yeah, it was... Maybe, maybe I really like the match. Yeah, I thought the match was good. I, I I I couldn't say I really liked it. I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it, but I, I just I just love Basil's work. Oh, I think Basil is uh, like she's think, incredible. I just, yeah, I think
1: she is absolutely amazing. It just it never really the feud never really sort of got got me I was looking forward yeah. to the match. Yeah. I very much enjoyed the match. I always enjoy Basil's work. Uh I'm enjoying I'm enjoying how they're using using, she's not she's not like she's not the best sort of character promo, but this is what this is so real to her. She is a proper badass yeah, fighter. Totally. And I just think it, I think it's, it's I just I like her doing these kind of just like grumpy kind of you know, just she's just all about the winning and all the gold. Yeah. Uh, I like she didn't that. need
4: her friends to win and, and this and the other. I I think Baszler is amazing. Like, what say? And still, and still, yeah. I think Basler is an incredible character. I love her entourage. I love the presentation of her, and I always really enjoy her matches. I think the problem with Basler is that she has yet to have that real defining feud. Yes, she hasn't had like when you look back at like the like the great women's champions of NXT. Uh, or the great women's storylines of NXT, and you always go back to that, that four horsemen run, or when it was Bailey, Banks, Becky, and and um, Charlotte. That's because those four always had really, really good storylines and characters and feuds that you got invested in. Mm-hmm. Bailey versus Banks at Brooklyn One is one of the best women's matches WWE have ever done mm. because there was such a good story and such a good feud going into it, and that that helps the match get over even mm-hmm. better. And that's and, that, and think about it, that match didn't even come
1: after, the, which I actually think is a, I actually prefer the. Um, Becky, backs. the Becky match, yeah, from the, from actually, the Takeover preview. Yeah. yeah, so it's like this. This like by the time they get to that, it's like this is actually coming off that they're actually recalling the historic ones. It's like yeah, yeah. It So there was so much built into that.
4: Not, and I, I, don't think Asuka. Apart from Ember Moon, like Ember Moon was like her Asuka's best feud. I think after that, she was just having like Monster of the Week matches. Yeah, where she'd be like, Oh, you're having a match with Mickie James, or you're going to face Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot, or you know, or some sort of nonsense. And I, I, that's where I think that Baszler's missing. Yes. I don't think she, I think she's missed that real killer feud that people have massively got invested in because yeah. I think that the feuds that she's had thus far have just been people expecting her to lose the belt and then go up to the main roster that, and that's yes. not, that's not really people getting invested into her stories no and I think I think to your
1: to your point just before then as well like I think when you look at like so you have what like so let's say you go through Ruby Riot Shayna Baszler um, Asuka Ember Moon that is a short period of time where they've all at some point sort of at least crossed paths in some way. Mm. You know, or at least sort of, there's been some crossing between all of those in some like Venn diagram. Like, in, uh, without ever really any of them hanging around long enough to really establish, you know, by the time Asgard had her crazy run. Yeah. But actually, by the time anyone who's been around, like, who there isn't, they've never really done that great recycling of, right? This is the next. Day. Yeah, this is the next day. I know. I know they're trying to get everyone over and get loads of people in, but they've not done a great job of, like you said, recycling that
4: next, like established. Well, that's why I'm hoping it's going to be Dakota Kai next because you can build off a two-year-long storyline of like you broke my arm and you took me out of it. You've been a bully to me all this time, but now I'm back and I'm better than ever, and I'm going to take that title off of you because I think that people can get invested in Dakota and believe that she could take the title off of off of her. Mm. Yeah. I, so I, I, for me, it's got to be Dakota Kai next, but that's just that's just me. We got. A huge recap of Cole versus Gargano because this went on for about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, this, this took up a large
1: chunk of the episode. Yeah, they're re- they're really telling us how great they think this match was.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and and for my money, it was the second best match of the of yeah. No, I am going to say it was the second best match of the three of the trilogy. I think the match yes. that at Takeover twenty five was was head and shoulders the best match they had.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think this they've they've. Gargano has done now. He's kind of in that... um, He's almost in that weird kind of uh, TLC era thing where he's had to keep one-upping these crazy matches, which are fantastic. But the thing this was missing was just... It just didn't quite have that narrative bite Mm. to really string it all together. You know, there wasn't any, like... You know, um, these matches often have had, like, one of the spots or one of the uh, weapons they use or whatever is a real, like, this is a a totem of this feud and something meaningful. Like the crutch. Like the crutch or the knee brace or whatever. And so, like, it didn't have... It just didn't quite have that last... Yeah, bit cherry on top thing, which now, I mean, that's how high the bar is. This match is amazing. Yeah, that's it. It was and a great match. And we were actually a bit
4: like, wah, well, wah, I don't wah, know, wah, mate. Yeah, yeah. It was all right, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then very lastly, we got a recap of Matt Riddle and Killian Dane fighting at TakeOver Toronto, and they're going to have a match next week. And my, if I'm thinking like kayfabe-wise, I'm like, why didn't Regal make it a cage match or something? Clearly, these two guys just keep beating each other up in the in the aisle. Yep. And so what makes you think this week is going to be any different? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But it's going to be one of those things like... I, I wasn't doing it, I'm nitpicking. And you know, it's like if you're William Regal in a kayfabe world, you'd want to put some sort of stipulation around it. A falls count anywhere or something. So yeah. that, it doesn't matter that they're going to just brawl. Um, but I am very much looking forward to it. I hope we actually get the the, the proper match. Because yes. I'd, I'd like to see Killian Dane have his proper NXT return. Yeah, and
1: I think, I think they... Specifically, they can. Have, I think. I'm, I, well, I hope. You never know
4: what chemistry is going to be like. But like, I think they they could have an incredible. Match. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And then we got the Jordan Mars Cameron Grimes match for the main event. Overall, I would say that it was a solid. Ah, I don't know. The two matches were fine. Like it was okay. They were, they were fine. Video packages were very good. But that's you know that's WWE's video editing department. They're I, excellent. Yeah, I
1: thought it was a bit of a shame that um, you know like the Dusty Trophy is basically. Like, Dragging around the Statue of Liberty, mm. and then he just held up a clipboard. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was yeah. a bit of a
4: shame. To not like, it didn't feel. You didn't, he was like, contract.
1: yes, he was just holding a clipboard. like, like
4: he was holding money in the bank.
1: Yeah, I wanted, I, I was kind of, I'd hope, I was hoping that someone were going to sort of do a bit more of a, give it a bit more oomph. Yeah, yeah.
4: No, I, I agree with you actually. In fact, I think just one of my notes in that match was like, this match needs some oomph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this needs more than a clipboard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that is all from us. But Chopper now, what are people saying up in them super chats?
2: Well, let's start with Jesse Venable, who says, I know I'm a day late, but happy birthday, Chopper. This is going to be a running theme, by the way. So thanks. Still not my birthday, though. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> Ryan B. Bad says, Chopper the morning, fellas. Happy birthday, P. Uh,. King Rasta did in two Super Chats with the same message, very far apart. So I don't know if you just thought that I missed it. I didn't. So you've done two of the same chat, but thank you. Uh, He said, on the topic of re-debuts, you guys left out a very important one. I assume you were talking about re-debuts earlier in the week. We
4: said uh, The Fiend's re-debut was probably the best in wrestling history.
2: Mm. Uh, King Rasta has a different opinion and said, "Uh, Mark Henry, a sexual chocolate, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Happy belated birthday, Chopper. Thanks.
4: I mean, Uh, in all fairness, the sexual chocolate gimmick got him more over than the nation did. So yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. That is true uh, Austin
2: Baker says Happy birthday Chopper Thanks Still not my birthday Y2Flame says Lovely time with the boys Hashtag lovely time with the boys Hashtag that Ryan B. Bad says Not NXT News But WWE 2K20 Twitter Just posted that The Fiend will be part of their pre-orders On WWE oh, Originals Get oh, man, I nearly
4: swore then Get out mate <laughs> Get out with this pre-order nonsense <laughs> Just put him in the game I'm already buying it Don't make me Oh I hate this so much Around. It's such a cheap, manipulative tactic. Oh. Ugh. Just put him in the goddamn game already. John Pietro, Randy <laughs>
2: that's W2 <an amplitude laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Pete. Thanks. Love and miss you guys. Ollie has business, business, business. While well, I've had baby, baby, baby. Wow. So wow, been great. sleeping during live streams. Well, congratulations <laughs> on the baby.
4: Congratulations on the baby wow. mate. Congratulations on repopulating this planet. Awesome. Repopulate. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I feel like we've already come to an end <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen YouTube comments? Yeah. This world is dead We've like, got to start again <laughs> Yeah, we've got to start again, mate
2: yeah. uh, Small Afro Games, a.k.a. Jaron Walker Jaren. says, uh, finally able to super chat Flying home today, loved being the man on the ground Planning on going to Boston for SummerSlam next year
4: Nice! Yeah, no, it's been lovely having Jaron as our man on the ground in Toronto Thank you very much for all of your work Sorry I didn't see your, um, your tweets I don't check Twitter while I was live streaming um, but he was sending us lots of really good photos, particularly like in how empty SmackDown was. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, and it was one of those times where like people are counting promos in the ring, but they're talking to yeah. no one because there's no one there. Yeah,
1: they've, they've shut them. They're, they're, they're even stopping the uh, the Raw loops, aren't they? They've cancelled a bunch of shows now. Haven't they? Yeah,
4: I think some of that's also to do with like so they've cancelled a lot of house shows and they've cancelled loads in the European tour because of the Saudi show. And that's just that's just things getting in oh. the way. And next year, I suppose as well, it will just go back to being three days. It'll be a three day event rather than a four. Mm because Smackdown will be on Fridays yeah unless you did like Smackdown as the start of it so yeah. Smackdown is the start of the four night loop so you do Smackdown on the Friday NXT Saturday SummerSlam on the Sunday and then Raw on the Monday I suppose you still could do that yeah yeah Tyler
2: Bailey says, "Happy not birthday <laughs> chopper." Finally, know, someone yeah. gets it. Thank you. Uh, Marcus Hoff says, "How would you guys feel about a joint NXT and NXT UK takeover for Survivor Series weekend? Champions versus champions, Cole versus
4: Walter, GYV versus
2: uh, Profits, etc."
4: I'm less into the like the versus like champion. I, I don't want it because Raw versus SmackDown means nothing, and I don't think NXT versus NXT UK would mean much either.
1: I think it would. M- I think it would make more sense and I think I would be more on board with it. I think there is because there is because they are literally in another continent. Mm. They just it, it you can see why they would be a rivalry even in a sporting sense. They are literally on a different team. Yeah. Um but yeah, I would rather it be Yeah, saying that when um uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bay had their UK champion That was just on a takeover. Yeah, Pete Dunn and um, had the Walter this year. Yeah. yeah, I think I think just having the match, just having UK matches on the takeovers is just a
4: big advert for them. No need to make it a big deal. I don't know what you wouldn't just do with the tag titles Just bring grizzled young veterans across mm. and and have them have a match with like an NXT tag team yeah. or like you know with the you know um, the the Ard Bastards Martin. I uh, was oh, Martin Stone then. Danny Burch and Tony oh, Larkin. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just something like that. I think would be a really good showcase yeah. for the NXT UK. Lot. Or you know, bring across um, Tony Storm and have her have a women's match. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Tony's great. It's Tony time.
2: Uh, as a follow up, Hoff has literally just put in another super chat saying, "To counter my last super chat, I forgot it was War Games. Maybe make the <laughs> NXT and NXT UK thing a special." Yeah,
4: that I might. mean, and, unless of course you did want that to be the War Games match. It is NXT yeah. versus NXT UK inside of War Games.
1: I think, I think really, War Games is the only one of those sorts of events where you can really make it just like this is a one-off spectacle. It's going mm. to be mad great but it doesn't
4: mean anything in a broader narrative yeah. sense unless you wanted it to be this is okay if i was to fancy book this this is what i'm thinking if you wanted to really do NXT vs NXT UK Imperium Invades NXT the US version and you then build towards Undisputed Era versus Imperium inside of war games. Where mm-hmm. You've got the champions on either side. You've got the NXT champion and the United Kingdom champion on either side. And you really build up. Because that's going to be one of those things where crowd is going to be like, man, this is awesome before it's even begun. Because yeah. it's like the big dominant. Well, I say the big dominant team. But like the big team that everyone loves in NXT versus the big team that everyone loves in NXT UK. But if you make that as a Imperium are doing it for a reason, mm-hmm. as opposed to, we just want to. War games is coming up, so I guess we'll come over. Yes. Uh, like yeah, because like the problem with Raw versus SmackDown is that there was never any reason to do it, other than oh, it's Survivor Series. I guess we have to. Mm. And so, and I don't want that to be war games. I don't want war games to just be well, you know. I guess we've got to do it.
1: Yeah, and also, the, I guess the only. What I don't want to see is um, people who wear trunks having to wear t-shirts with their brand tucked into them. <laughs> oh
4: god, yeah. Unless you're Seth Rollins, where you get to wear both. You look
1: absolutely
2: oh, tall t-shirt. T-shirt. Like, like like
1: a couple at a football match, yeah. both sport
2: opposite teams. Yeah, hate that. Tools. Uh, any more? Oh yes, uh, one from Tomo again. Tomo, who said, "I had no idea that it was Pete's birthday today. Merry Easter, <laughs> Pete." <laughs> Thanks, Tomo. Uh, Not KM said. Oh, here we go, Luke. This one's for you. Pre-order is only five dollars. It's not the end of the world. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, but it's, it's
4: the it's the culture of doing so. Well, it is, is.
2: well, the, the game
1: the game is forty nine ninety nine. I believe or fifty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. in the UK. Uh, the to make it the gold edition, I think we'll put that up to maybe seventy nine ninety nine. So that will be the pre-order. So it's like the pre-order might only be a fiver, but it's it's only a fiver within yeah. other you know it's.
4: The, the, I don't like the gaming industry for manipulating people to spend more money than is actually needed. Do you know what a game doesn't need? Six different ultimate additions to like all pre-ordered nonsense and microtransactions and yeah. loot boxes and all this sort of garbage. All I need is a game. I don't want you benching off or sidetracking other bits or putting bits over here behind another paywall for a game that I'm already buying. But, but also, if, particularly to The Fiend...
1: Why Why are they making this distinction? The 2K have a, had an issue with this for a few years now. Well, they are too far behind the times. Like, uh, by the time it came out, um, I think two, by the time 2K19 or 18 came out, DIY was already done, but uh, Gargan's DIY, DIY stuff yeah. on, like, stuff like that. They're always behind the times. But like, so which Bray Wyatt is in there if you don't get that? Yes. Because Tony Who doesn't exist anymore... Bray Wyatt, yeah. as he was previously constituted, this is who he is now. Yeah. So to say, so to basically pick and choose it, well, just because it's a bit new, you're now going to have to pay for someone who is currently a regular roster member. So it's like, so do I also have to pay for Seth Rollins? Yeah. Like, well, that's it. And like, I don't understand what they. What I don't understand what the, what Bray Wyatt is in there then. And in that case, that's the wrong one. He's not. He's not there anymore.
4: And to put a final pin on this, from me at the very least, is he is only a pre-order bonus to extort more money out of you. That is the only reason he is a pre-order bonus. And the, only, re- right. and the, only, and the only reason why they have pre-order bonuses is to extort more money out of players. Yeah. It is not done for creative reasons. It, they've looked at it and be like, I mean, we could get 60 bucks for this game, but or we could get 65 bucks and you get an extra yeah. character for it. Which, to me, is cheeky. They, they made the game not knowing the
1: correct decisions that WWE are making. They did not have, they had a previously constituted Bray Wire, so they then had to update that, and instead of just updating Bray Wire, they went, we'll sell that separately. We'll later. sell it
4: separately, exactly. Which is <laughs> really disgusting. It's <laughs> cheeky as, but you know, that's the, that's the, uh, the AAA game industry, I suppose, for you. No, oh. no, oh, oh. push my f- <laughs> glasses up my nose, <laughs> I can't say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can't say anything these days. <laughs> Uh,
2: Brock Batty says Chop of the morning From Dunder Tell the bartender From that 2K20 trailer That I'll be pre-ordering For The theme."
1: I actually am Pre-order bonus uh, and It's
2: about time yeah, That would be my giving <laughs> um, Jacobi Thompson says It may not be Pete's birthday But it is mine Well happy birthday oh, I don't believe you
4: yeah. <laughs> Don't believe anyone's birthday Pete's, for Pete's forever lying About his birthday I don't believe anyone anymore <laughs> Happy birthday
2: Uh, Dylan Grigsby says my first super chat. How would you guys feel if Undisputed Era get their rematch at NXT taping with Street Profits Getting their send-off from Full Sail with Cole later cutting a promo saying the prophecy is complete Undisputed Era turn on Roddy and we get Roddy versus Cole Yeah, good work. Yeah, 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 that would work like it Uh, John Marth finally says can the fiend outrun the flash? Probably not (laughs) Because he's not very quick
4: What a uh. great question! Because it's all, it's it's the the age old question of like can Superman outrun the Flash? But yeah, we just apparently well, it depends if the lights are on or off. Well, yeah, maybe if the lights are off, the fiend can he's move quick, is really he? quick Oh yeah, super quick. Yeah. So there you go. That's that caveat. So Pete, you you put your hand up.
2: Finally, just another thank you to Jeremy Walker who donated, but with no message for a different super chat. Thank you very much, sir.
4: Uh, Justin Campbell has also emailed in with a potpourri email uh, himself He says, Hello, Ollie, Luke, Laurie, Chopper Pete, Housemate Simon, SoCalVal, but certainly not Andy. Stop rolling your R's. You're not the seventh doctor, Sylvester McCoy, Datsun. Uh, I have a potpourri of emails, uh, but hopefully this one will be shorter than last time. It's still a fairly long email, but I think you've done very well. And actually, let's do on this 80% fact. Uh, someone during the NXT podcast asked if people in the UK still use the word cash, and you guys responded with... Of course. However, did, this did get me thinking about other slang terms for money. In the States, we often use the term bucks, sometimes when talking about money. My dad once told me that term comes from the fur trading days when people would trade with their native tribes and they would use buckskins skins, for currency. So if you wanted to trade with someone for a horse, that would be 20 bucks. And the term just stuck. Wow. So that is an 80% fact. Um, and there he says here, I was wondering if you guys knew the origin for the slang term, uh, for your slang term for money, quid. So you do you know the slang term, oh, where that came no. from? You
1: know what's annoying is I, someone did tell me once the etymology of quid, but I can't, I really can't remember it now. No. It must be, I mean, it's all, I think all slang to do with money is always, always comes back to some sort of previous or more primitive trade. Yeah. So it must be
4: something to do it with that. It was probably what Victorians called children. And they used to trade in children, and the oh, of term was ju- yeah, yeah, the just yeah, stuck. Yeah, they did, so, yeah, they did use did. How much to do my chimney? It's a couple of quid. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying it's actually just a mispronunciation of kid. Yes, there you go. It's a mispronunciation of quid. Give us a couple of, of kid, even. Give us a couple of kids. Yeah. Give us a couple of quids. And it, and it sort of rolled from there, oh. so it's probably done by the Brummies. Okay. Um, and he's also got a Get Better update which I'll quickly read out. Uh, since I emailed you back in the spring about my weight, I have dropped 10 pounds, dropping from 3 to 4 pounds to 3.14, that's one four six kilos to one i I'm 6 foot 1 inches tall, so thankfully I carry the weight well, but I already feel a huge difference. I did this mainly by cutting down on carbs and moving them to the quote, sometimes food category. So Ollie is right on cutting down carbs, especially white carbs, and it will make a huge difference. I need to keep on working at it to start Exercising more, but I feel like I'm off to a good start.
1: Oh, well done, well done, you. The carbs thing is definitely a thing. I noticed it because I, um, I have suffered with uh, various uh, like skin conditions in the past, mm. and carbs are very bad for that because it makes your that's part of what makes your body swell slightly, which changes sort of which puts pressure on various things. Yeah, but that's that that that's actually really bad for your skin. I was mm. told. So I cut down carbs from time, it actually really helped me as well. So it's actually a good health thing as well. But like, not you can cut them out. I don't think everything should about balance, isn't it? But I think I think we all probably eat too many of those carbs. Yeah. Um, so that sounds. I good. had a
4: lot of rice uh, when we did the smack, uh, the SummerSlam live stream. Basically, I ordered rice. We ordered Chinese, mm. and I usually order rice because I share it with my wife. But Ollie had ordered noodles, so I had to have the whole rice to myself. Oh, and that was too much rice.
1: That is too much rice. Yeah,
4: it wasn't it? Was quite delicious though.
1: Oh, I haven't had a Chinese takeaway for two years. Wow, yeah. specific. Yeah, it's because I hit a. It was more of a philosophical choice, really. I found I find that with a let's say like an Indian takeaway or a pizza or whatever, like the 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 parameters for error are much uh, fewer. Mm. So. Go to a cheap pizza shop; they all taste the same. Go to a slightly more upmarket one; they're all that sourdough stuff. They all taste the same. You know what a you know what a pizza or a Domino's tastes like. You know what you're getting, no yeah. matter where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Same thing with codes; you know what they you know what you're gonna get. There's nothing wild gonna happen. I feel with the Chinese, the variance is wild. Yeah, it is. And Absolutely. so I just I just gave up on the even though it's probably my favorite, I just kind of gave up on. Because move, I've moved house so often as well, being in London.
4: Yeah, you don't want to, you need to find like Every a regular. Every time you settle on a takeaway, I'm moving flat. Yeah. It's a real issue. Well, first world problems, oh. right here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just my world problems, really. Is that what this is for? <laughs> What's this guy's problem? What's this?
1: <laughs> this supposed to be for him? <laughs> I
4: think that's what this, uh, this bit of the show is for. is just to air our grievances. <laughs> <laughs> I've got skin problems, so I haven't had a Chinese for two years. What's wrong with my world? <laughs> Um, right, well, we're going to call it a day there for this podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. Um, we are going to be back with the Saturday show. Myself and Ollie will be back to, I think we're going to talk about the King of the Ring and sort of go through the 16 competitors and sort of hmm. rank their chances of winning and what they could do should they win. So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about that on the Saturday show. At least I think that's what we're talking about. Ollie's not here today, so I can't confirm that with him. I'm fascinated to see which, what kind of garb they go for because it's
1: changed a lot over the years. They really lent into the... Everyone had a royal gimmick for the last few times. I it was really on.
4: don't want that to happen. Yeah. I don't want someone to get like lumbered. And I'm going to use the word lumbered with the king gimmick because yeah. it never gets over. King Barrett did not get over. King Seamus didn't get over. King Booker is about the only one and yeah. that's because he really lent into it. Yeah.
1: And also... He did it for a good year before
4: it got like he felt like he was the king yeah. for so long. <laughs> and also, I don't think it was the best run the book he ever had. No. No. But it's better than his... Um... Sorry, Pete. Uh, Pete's trying to wrap us up because we're going to be late to go on to the live stream. So it's usually at these points here I just talk for longer because it stresses Pete out. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's quite nice. So anyway, because... so the cape that Booker <laughs> T has, I thought... <laughs> I can see Pete sweating already. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Saturday. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. All right, Pete. We're, g- we're done, mate. We're going. Stop. Jeez.